Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. We started looking into it and we uncovered a vast web of foreign financial entanglements. We issued our report before the election. We thought it was important the American public would understand the extent that Joe Biden would be compromised as the United States president, but the media just ignored it. So that obviously is the Hunter's laptop story, which has now been uh, authenticated by everybody, including the New York Times, laptop legit. Emails legit, and if you ta- speak, you take even a second to look into it. There are obvious, obvious, gigantic conflicts of interests and foreign entanglements involving the Biden family. Well, you you know you could have arguments over what the the emails mean, but the laptop is verified, the emails themselves are verified, and there has been polling done that would absolutely lead you to believe that if people had been presented with that information enough people would have been off-put by it that Trump would have beat Biden. That would have made the difference in an election. There are polls that show that. And it was... Which a, polls? All of them. Okay. 
And there was okay. a coordinated effort by all of the media to keep that story from you. Um, and it worked, and Biden got elected. That's how all in all of the media was on suppressing what was a real story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I read virtually everything Matt Taibbi writes on Substack, and he has long been harshly, harshly critical of uh, the NSA, the CIA, the FBI for uh, stepping outside of their bounds and violating people's civil rights and that sort of thing. And Taibbi, is a, he's a really interesting guy. He's brilliant. Uh, sometimes he's wrong, in my opinion, but he is principled, and he's horrified that now his buddies in the left-leaning media are the biggest honks in the world. For every every former spook who wants to go to on cable news, he just thinks it's disgusting, and he's probably right. There will be a price to pay for this on the left. It's coming. Oh yeah, yeah. But uh, one really funny thing he put out was uh, a, an associate of his had put this together. This was Adam Schiff after the New York Post had published the story about Hunter's laptop. Um, this is an edit of the interview, obviously, but this is a, a single appearance on, I believe it was CNN, or if it wasn't CNN, it was MSNBC. 29, Michael. Congressman Adam Schiff, uh, Congressman, thanks so much oh, for CNN, joining obviously. us. Does it surprise you at all that this information Rudy Giuliani is peddling uh, very well could be connected to some sort of Russian government disinformation campaign? We know that this whole uh, smear on Joe Biden uh, comes from the Kremlin. Clearly, the origins of this whole Kremlin smear, the Kremlin are from the Kremlin, the Kremlin and pushing out this Kremlin, Kremlin narrative, Kremlin and the Kremlin, the Kremlin, the Kremlin from the Kremlin, the Kremlin, the Kremlin, Kremlin propaganda, Vladimir Putin, Putin, the Russians, the Russian threat, false smear and smear, the smear is smear, the Russians, the Russians are the Russians. It's really incredible. Congressman Adam Schiff, uh, thank Thank you so much for joining us. That is the current chairman of the uh, House Intelligence Committee, Adam Schiff. I saw a... Um, uh, Got the smallest in his neck I've ever seen. <laughs> Interesting critique of a man. Neck size. <laughs> not a long hitter. I saw... Right, not a long ball hitter. <laughs> um... I saw a retweet of a New York Times story from back after the whichever debate it was. It was after the Hunter's laptop story broke, and it it was only on the New York Post, and only Fox News talked about it. And uh, Trump brought it up during the debate, and the New York Times had an article that uh, was designed to help viewers who didn't understand what Trump was talking about decode for you what Trump was talking about, because those of you who do not watch Fox and its disinformation do not know what Trump was talking about with Hunter's laptop and the big guy and all these things that Trump was referencing. And the idea was that all these crazy people over here, you know, that Trump was echoing the talking points of the crazy view. No, that has now been verified by the same New York Times as a real thing. Those emails are real. What they mean, up for argument, but they, they, they existed. Well, right, and during the debate, uh, Biden was famously asked, uh, do you believe this laptop information is Russian disinformation? Biden looked into the camera and said, yes, that is what I have been told, and it's absolutely unquestionable that that's not true. And those 50 intelligence professionals who lined up and said, oh, yeah, classic Russian disinformation, when it clearly wasn't, of course, there's no, uh, there's no accountability. There's no responsibility taken. And, you know, that's uh, it's politics. Dirty. It's disgusting. Dishonest. Ukraine update on the way in a little bit. By the way, it looks like the Ukrainian military has driven Putin's military away from Kiev. Uh, that's all indications are that. So that is amazing.
But more on that coming up. Here's a charming story. UCLA's director of race and equity uh, last week online wished for the death of Clarence Thomas, suggesting in a tweet that no one wants to say it out loud. And I quote, no one wants to openly admit we all hope Clarence Thomas dies. Whatever you need to tell yourselves. Now, uh, by Monday, his Twitter feed had been set to a private mode. Uh, Perkins, who studied at the University of Virginia School of Law, added that the notion of not wishing people, not wishing ill on people is silly. Uncle Thomas is a sexist token who's committing himself to making us all share in he and his treasonous wife's misery. Okay. So this is the guy. And here's the reason I bring this up. Hypocrisy, bitterness, racism from one of the progressive woke crowd. Well, we know. Yeah, it's, it's obvious. That's what they traffic in all the time. The reason I bring this up is my main point, if I have one point you can take away on all of this so-called social justice thing or anti-racism deal, is that these people are asking for the power to discriminate, to be racist, arguing that our goals are so enlightened, we are so wise, you can trust us with this dangerous, dangerous power. That's gone wrong every time humankind has decided that was appropriate. Every single time human beings have been granted the right to discriminate on the basis of race, it has ended horribly, immorally, unforgivably. Yet these people are making the argument, we're so great, you should grant us, try it one more time, give us that power. And this is the sort of thing they say, I hope that old Uncle Thomas dies. And this guy's in a position of power. Does that strike you as the sort of good judgment, good soul, good heart of a person we should give that awesome power? I mean, never mind a license to kill like James Bond. This is a license for racism. You better be as as good as Jesus and as wise as King Solomon to even apply for that gig. And yet you got jerks like this who think they should be trusted with that power. Amen, end of rant. Bitcoin just passed $48,000. I don't know if that's it's high or low or a rebound. In what direction? I do feel like, yeah, going up, I do feel like I'm completely unplugged from a major part of the financial world. I was at an ATM the other day that you could get Bitcoin. and Does it come out and... Like actual coins, or do you download it into your phone? Or the ATM it gave me the option of cash or Bitcoin. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'd imagine it asks you to type in the code for your Bitcoin wallet, and then how do I spend it? <laughs> By going into your wallet. Okay. Can I spend and it anywhere? in more can, numbers. Can I spend it at the convenience store? Can I get like a a Slurpee the size of a trash can and uh, <laughs> a share size M&M. I'm going to share it with me, myself, and I. Shut up. And uh, and then pay for that with Bitcoin? I suppose if your local convenience store takes Bitcoin. That was at the moment that I thought I really should get a handle on what this is and how this all works when the ATM gives me the option of Bitcoin. Oh, I just bought some Ethereum futures uh, to invest in NFTs. Oh, okay. With uh, Bitcoin and... Uh, a hard drive or something yeah. <laughs> or something yeah and one more thing before we uh, take a break and then talk and then about I it. then I put it on the Instagram mm. sure I did uh, you tick it yes I did sure I did 
Um, one more thing before we take a break and then get to Ukraine is pushed the Russian military away from Kiev. I mean, that's all the reporting today. So that's over. The idea of encircling Kiev, siege, murdering Zelensky, and the, all, that seems to be over. Not so fast, Ivan. Since we're both on the have turned 50, how do we feel about uh, them saying we need another booster shot? Another booster shot for anyone over 50. That'll be the. I've had two boosters. Is that right? Or one booster? I don't even remember now. Uh, two two shots and one booster, whatever that means. Total of three shots, probably. Yeah. I, I know I've I had, have. I've had three shots total, and now they're saying another one. Jab away. I'm enjoying it. It's to keep me from what, though? Like uh, Elon, Musk, immune up. Elon yeah. Musk tweeted out yesterday. He said, they tell me I have COVID, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, if it's if it's that mild out there, and I've had COVID a couple of times, half of America had the old Omicron, this new Omicron, which is even more mild and spreads even easier. Uh, I, do I need to get the booster again? Of course, California is looking at a law that you have to. As soon as these are approved, you have to if you want to be employed. Boy, that is so, uh, if, if the, the helmsman of the Titanic saw the iceberg six hours earlier, um, I, it's so clear that policy enacted, huge percentages of, of parents uh, are not going to get their kids jabbed for school. Nope. The little kid, their employees are not going to get jabbed, and they're going to say, uh, yeah, never mind. It's so obvious uh, taking shape. Oh, this from one minute ago, the FDI ha- FDA, as expected, has now authorized an additional... COVID-19 booster for anyone over 50 to offer extra protection from what is my question? <laughs> what about hospitalization myself? and death, right? Yeah, but I just, I just don't, I, I never ever think about it or worry about it. It's just like I read about it in the paper. Oh yeah, right. COVID. Yeah. Although, I felt terrible over the weekend. Pretty bad yesterday too. What a relief to do the show today. You got the I COVID. felt like I was dying yesterday. Now you've probably given it to I me. I don't know. You probably oh. gave it to me. Now I got it. <laughs> Uh, I was only mildly interested. I mean, maybe I had COVID. Yeah. I was at a business yesterday, and uh, I was about to walk in the door, and a person was standing outside, and I said, are you in line? And she was wearing a mask standing outside, and uh, she said there are people in there without masks. So, yeah, I am in line. I know. Oh, okay. I'll wait in line behind you then, I guess. But, Psycho. Well, she might have yeah, health true. problems I don't know about. I don't You're know. right. Yeah, I, I or, retract my uh, Or there's, my also, there's also a very decent chance she's a crackpot. Uh, I reinstate my allegation. <laughs> I'm very easily swayed. <laughs> Psycho. Ukraine's kicking some Russian ass. Doesn't help the people of Mariupol much, but uh, the update on that coming up. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. With the ground war mostly stalled at the moment, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky is offering up the possibility of declaring neutrality, essentially renouncing any NATO ambitions if it means an end to the carnage. Our goal is obvious, peace and the restoration of normal life in our native state as soon as possible. However, where President Zelensky won't bend, Ukraine's sovereignty and territorial integrity. Okay, we'll get into a little bit of that in a second, what uh, both sides are throwing down, where it looks like actual real negotiations are going on. I think uh, Russia sees no no option. By the way, we have breaking Will Smith slapping news. Oh, boy. Jada Piggott Smith, his wife, has said we are now in the, what did you call it, Hanson, the season of healing? 
This, oh. we, this is now the season of healing. I, I'm not going to pay attention until the season of healing playoffs, but that's just the way I am. Uh, right. <laughs> Casual fan. Exactly. The regular, the regular season games are worthless. But so, whatever. Um, let's check in on this before we get to why Russia might be willing to actually negotiate. Richard Engel of NBC News. The Russian military claims it's shifting the focus of its invasion to eastern Ukraine. But that could be just a way of trying to save face after images like these. More of what Ukraine says are Russian vehicles it destroyed outside the capital, Kyiv. The mayor of the nearby suburb of Irpin claimed Ukrainian forces liberated that area too. In the east, Russia has destroyed a lot, but conquered little. Yeah, and uh, there are a number of reports out today that the military is pulling back, the Russian military is pulling back from Kiev in a way that would show that they aren't coming back anytime soon, unless like they completely um, were to, you know, regroup and make a new effort. But that is, seems so unlikely. Here's a little more from Richard Engel than we can discuss. The city of Mariupol, bombed relentlessly and surrounded, is still resisting. On the outskirts of Kharkiv, Serhi and his unit of fellow volunteers are holding up Mariupol as an example. He wears an American flag on his flak jacket. He says it represents freedom. His gun was donated by Ukrainian Americans. We're hearing a lot of fire right now. It sounds very intense. What's been happening here? We've repelled every Russian assault, he says. Now they're just bombing us from afar. Now that's Richard Engel, who is actually there. Uh, but the mayor of Mariupol yesterday said the Ukrainian city is in the hands of the occupiers. Yeah, I thought I'd read that they had the Russians had mostly taken it. And the mayor of the city said that most of the city has been taken by the Russians. It's unclear if there's still active fighting inside the city. So. I don't know. I don't know. I, don't, I got nothing. Um, Too dangerous to be a journalist there, so they've all gotten out. So the new details on Ukraine's ceasefire talks with Russia. Ukraine has to give up on NATO, but will be free to join the EU. Russia is no longer demanding denazification. <laughs> <laughs> Since there were no Nazis, I, they, I say you go ahead and say we've accomplished it. We looked around, didn't see a single Nazi. It's like, oh, the, that, uh, it's like if I give you a little thing of uh, elephant repellent. Do you exactly. see any elephants around here? Exactly. That reminds me. I need to call my exterminator and tell him, don't worry about the vampires. Uh, and uh, Russian is no longer demanding denazification and demilitarization. And the Russian language are, uh, does not need to be spoken all over Ukraine as part of the possible deal either. So oh, Russia has backed off on some of their incredibly unrealistic and bogus claims. Um. So Zelensky, as you heard in that first clip, has said that they're willing to become a neutral country, or you know, sign papers that vow that. Uh, Ian Bremmer said that's not a game changer. I don't know why he says that, but do, do any of these things matter at all? I mean, there are all kinds of agreements. Some of them with the United States, some of them with Russia, that both countries have been willing to ignore. Right. Like, for instance, you give us you give up your nukes. We'll protect you if anybody ever attacks you. We we signed that and have weaseled out of it as as the rest of NATO has. And uh, and Russia was involved in those things, too. And they've they've sure. not honored it. So, well, and the sticking point of territorial integrity, which uh, Zelensky made a major point, is a big sticking point. Russia wants to hold on to the Donbass region. They want to uh, they want to keep 
uh, Mariupol. They want to keep that southern coast, and the international community has got to tell them, no, you don't get that. You don't get that. Otherwise, you win, Putin. That's a huge win for Putin. Forget that he had to rewind from some of his grand, grand goals. We can't give him that win. You don't think? No, I don't think that we will. I hope not. If you missed an hour of the show, grab the podcast, armstrongandgetty.com. Armstrong and Getty. It's not necessarily a slam dunk that the numbers are going to accelerate as much in the U.S., even though BA2 will go up as a predominant variant. I'm pretty confident of that. I don't necessarily know that we'll see the the big, sharp increase. Um, We may, we may not, or get some kind of hybrid. So the COVID clickbait industry continues as various websites and news organizations are trying to desperately re-scare you about the COVID. Uh, looks like it's pretty much under control in the U.S., barring some sort of crazy development. I would just listen to your doctor. Breaking uh, news, but, the FDA oh, just oh said we got to get the booster if you're over 50. Another booster. Oh. Okay. So there you go. Or you don't have there. to get it. They, they're going to make you, unless you live in California, which they're proposing a law where you will have to but anyway that's a different story oh yeah you know that reminds me actually uh oh the first thing is if it were not for the ukraine war the great foreign story we would be paying attention to well probably the iran deal somewhat but uh is is china dealing with COVID right now shanghai which is a city of dig this 26 million people wow yeah is half locked down because they're getting hammered with the Omicron. It makes right L.A. look like Bakersfield. It, right, right. Uh, even before Shanghai imposed a lockdown, and this is so interesting on a couple of different levels, so hang with me, but even before they imposed a lockdown to curb a rapidly spreading COVID outbreak, um, for many, life in China's wealthiest city had been upended by the virus and the government's response. Residents raced to hoard groceries in case they were ordered to stay at home. Some protested at the gates of housing complexes that were locked with little notice. People literally locked into their apartments. Others sent to government isolation facilities were forced to sleep on the floor because of a shortage of beds. And then they shut down a kidney dialysis, all sorts of urgent treatment. A nurse suffered an asthma attack. She was denied care by a hospital because she was having breathing problems. They thought it might be COVID, so they kept her outside, and she died. Beautiful. you got to love communism. But uh, what's really interesting to, to me about this story, uh, they've locked China. down half of this. Uh, that's, that's right, sir. Right, China. They've locked down half of this city of 26 million, and they're going to lock down the other half soon, I guess. But up until a day before the lockdown, communist officials were saying we're absolutely not going to have a lockdown, and anybody who says we're going to have a lockdown is going to go to jail. <laughs> Speaking of, you got to love communism. Oh, my God. Yeah, and then the next day they announced the lockdown. So uh, it is a, a building disaster. China's medical capabilities are a fraction of the U.S.'s. They have a serious problem going well, on. And did you mention already practically nobody's vaccinated? So that's one of the reasons. So you've got... Well, what, and those who are had the kind of crappy Chinese vaccine. This could be multiples worse than the original COVID that hit the rest of the country because the original COVID did not spread near as easily as Omicron. 
we got lucky, the world got lucky that the slow spreading one was around until we got a vaccine up and running. And it was bad enough, and, and plenty of people died, Lord oh, yeah. knows. You got a million people dead in the United States. But um, if you had the Omicron spreading without the vaccine, oh my gosh, you're going to have a lot of dead people. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, particularly in a more backward uh, society. Uh, speaking of the uh, Chinese bat fever, a group of airline CEOs sent a letter to President Biden calling on him to end the federal mask mandate on public transportation, arguing mandatory masking, quote, is no longer aligned with the realities of the current epidemiological environment. <laughs> oh, those poor, naive CEOs. They think that the government policy is based on reality. Oh, that's so sweet. They're so cute and innocent. Please visit California airline CEOs. You'll see how ridiculous that notion is. The letter went on to say, quote, it makes no sense that people are still required to wear masks on airplanes, yet are allowed to congregate in crowded restaurants, schools, and at sporting events without masks, despite none of these venues having the protective air filtration system that aircraft do. Of course it doesn't make sense, but neither does it make sense that you wear a mask from the door to the stand where you'd say, I like a table for three, and then take off your mask when you sit down. It makes no sense at all, but it's happening. <laughs> if Some you're talking places. about nonsense, how about masking small children who couldn't wear a mask effectively if there was a 100% death rate among little children? There's just no way to accomplish it. And they're not threatened. And there's been no evidence of community spread from elementary schools. But those little kids are still in masks. So airline CEOs, you're going to shut up. You're going to take the wild illogic. You're going to accept the fact that we ignore science. This is superstition. Pure and simple, airline CEOs. So sit down and shut up and take it. You'll like this story if you're in, in, in any part of the country where you haven't worn a mask in like a year and a half and you don't know what we're talking about. So my son and I went downtown town I live in the other day and thought we'd count the outdoor masks as we walked to the coffee shop, because the coffee shop has particularly good gluten-free treats, and my son is gluten-free. Um, just walking to the coffee shop and back, we counted 50-5-0 people wearing masks outside on the sidewalks. I can't and, How about that? Including, I can't. Including five college dudes in a car, all wearing masks in the car together. Um, the you. 50 <laughs> Outdoor masks. Then I you blanks. I can't even use any of the words that pop to mind. But then I went to an area where people aren't as uh, mask, uh, you know, the nice mall up the hill here, and went there, and we were going to count masks there, and we got tired of counting. We counted forty some masks in the mm. first several minutes. People wearing masks in the mall. All right, hardly any COVID yeah, anywhere. Okay. Whatever, go ahead, do it if you want. I mean, it doesn't bother me. It just it just seems weird. Again, our only objection to that is that it. Glenn's cover to yep. those who would mandate it. Uh, really interesting, troubling story about fake news in a moment or two. Um, it's, it's notable. Uh, but first, a quick word from our friends at Simply Safe Home Security, the best home security system you can get according to popular science, according to PC Magazine, according to U.S. News. This is the best Protect your home around the clock, every door, every window, every room. Well, hopefully crime will be going down during what Jaden Pinkett Smith has called the season of healing. But in case the season of healing doesn't bring crime down, it'd be a good idea to have a Simply Safe system at your home 
the best security system you can get, as Joe was just explaining, and you can get it for less than a dollar a day. You set it up yourself in around 30 minutes, and there's no long-term contract. Yep, you don't have to sign a one- or two-year contract like all these other security systems. Well, you know what's just wild and unfortunate, I guess, is that uh, Will Smith uh, hammered Chris Rock on, like, the last day of the season of face-slapping. <laughs> now we're I mean, in the season was, of healing. Well, like the next day. Maybe you need Simply Safe to keep Will Smith from sneaking into your home and slapping you. Yeah, certainly that outdoor uh, wireless camera that lets you know if anybody approaches your front door oh my while God, you're Will at work Smith's or whatever. Oh, my God, Will Smith's at the front door. Anyway, customize the perfect system for your home in just minutes at simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. Go today. Claim a free indoor security camera plus 20% off with interactive monitoring. Go to simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. Simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. Who knew the Fresh Prince would one day be such a threat to your face to no longer remain unslapped? Public enemy number one, as far as I'm concerned. So this is something. This is from Daniel uh, Daniel Engber in The Atlantic. I'll just read the first part to you. Okay, this is embarrassing. The news I shared the other day about the sharing of fake news was fake. That news, which again, let's be clear, was fake concerned a well-known MIT study from 2018 that analyzed the spread of news stories on Twitter. We actually talked about this uh, a while back. Using data drawn from 3 million Twitter users from 2006 to 2017, the research team, led by blah, 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 computer scientist at Dartmouth, found that fact-checked news stories moved differently through social networks depending on whether they were true or false. Quote, from the paper, falsehood diffused significantly farther, faster, deeper, and more broadly than the truth, they wrote in their paper for the journal Science. False stories travel way faster than the truth, read the English language headlines, and also the ones that appeared in French, German, and Portuguese when the paper first appeared online. In the four years since, that viral paper on virality has been cited about 5,000 times by other academic papers and mentioned in more than 500 news outlets. According to Altmetric, which computes the attention score for published scientific papers, the MIT study has also earned a mention in 13 different Wikipedia articles and in one U.S. patent. Wow. That is an influential scientific paper. Then this week, an excellent feature article on the study of misinformation appeared in Science. Again, science by the uh, reporter Kai Krumferschmidt buried halfway through was an intriguing tidbit. The MIT study had failed to account for a bias in its selection of news stories. The article claimed when different researchers reanalyzed the data last year, controlling for that bias, they found no effect. Zero. The difference between the speed and reach of false news and true news disappeared. Okay, they spread more or less the same. Because I was wondering why that would be. So, you know, the theory at the time, as I recall, was that lies are, are more delicious and they fit into people's worldview more comfortably or whatever. And so, but anyway, um, uh, where was it? So the landmark paper, paper had been completely wrong. Well, it was more bewildering than that, this journalist writes. When I looked up the reanalysis in question, I found that it had mostly been ignored. It was written by Jonas Yule of Cornell University and Johann Ugander of Stanford, okay? Some good heavyweights in the world of science, and published in November 2021. It has accumulated not, what was it, 5,000, but uh, six citations in research literature. Just six, as in one, two, three, four, five, six. 
Altmetrics suggested it was covered by six news outlets, not 500, and not a single Wikipedia article or U.S. patent has referenced its findings. In other words, the fake news about fake news had traveled much further, deeper, and more quickly than the truth. All right. So what am I supposed to do with this information? Believe nothing. Well, as we've discussed a lot in the post-truth world we find ourselves in, we are we are headed that direction where the up-and-coming generation, like any belief I have in headlines, is probably built in from decades of being able to believe most headlines. If I grew up in this modern era where it's as likely not true as true, in fact, more likely that it's not true, um, probably, if you're taking in all kinds of media the way young people do, where you know BuzzFeed gets equal weight with NBC, um, you probably come across more untrue things than true things. Everybody's going to be so cynical about all information. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure how we can function as a society. I don't watch the news. Can, you, choice, can you function if nobody believes anything? I don't think you can. Or, as we have discussed many times, um, will there is this you know a pendulum thing, and there will there be just a demand for all right? We got to know something. We we have to have an idea of some stuff that's actually happening, and there just will bubble up a a, a news organization of some sort that matters enough, and people put enough stock in, and they earn their trust by being accurate enough, just because the public demands it. Yeah, yeah, I I wonder, I fully admit, freely admit that I don't know. We're living in a world where we have a subscription to virtually every paper magazine on earth, to to make an old school reference, and no idea which ones to trust in a lot of cases, and sometimes the ones that we do trust turn out to be not trustworthy. So I have a feeling the beast will evolve through this period, Eh, but I don't know that the beast will emerge stronger from it. It just could be we have invented our doom <laughs> in terms of functioning societies. I don't know. This kind of fits in with it before we uh, take a little break here. You know, the old, if a tree falls in this forest and nobody's there to hear it, is it real thing? A couple of guys walking down the street and one guy says to the other guy, if you don't turn the notifications on, did the world really end? <laughs> there you go. Funny. A wow. uh, bunch of other stuff on the way. That's right, Will Smith walked on stage during last night's Academy Awards show and slapped Chris Rock in the face. Then I gotta say, the last thing I ever expected to see at the Oscars was a display of narcissism. (laughs) We'll have more on this story in a little bit, but first let me do the rest of the monologue, which is kinda terrifying now that I know you can get slapped for doing a bad joke. My only uh, new thing to say from yesterday on the whole thing is it's ridiculous that he wasn't told he had to leave after that. The, uh, apparently, the, the, there was a story yesterday that they, they gathered afterwards, the Academy or representatives, on whether or not they should boot him out and decide to let him stay. No. You hit somebody at a bar or, or anywhere, they make you leave. 
That's the way it works. Because what are you going to do next? the violence right there. Well, and what are you going to do next? I mean, you've already indicated that you're out of control. We don't know what manner of out of control. Is it just you're angry and out of control? Are you drunk or high or out of control or mentally ill and out of control? But you're out of control. You have to go. You don't just sit back down in your seat. That's weird. A guy demonstrated he has no control over his emotions to the point of physical violence, and he got to just go sit back down. That's weird. Well, and a number of uh, heavyweight comedians have weighed in saying this is utterly unacceptable. Uh, There were so many degrees of confronting Chris Rock before you slug him in the face. Right. I mean, if you're even going to confront him over a joke, and you know, the joke was pretty insensitive given Jada Pinkett Smith's condition. Uh, But there are a lot of steps before slug in face or slap in face. There are some stories yesterday that Chris Rock had no idea she had that condition, which uh, I don't know if that's true or not. I didn't know. I don't follow her that closely, so I don't know. He just thought she had a short haircut and was, you know, well, I don't know. I don't care. I don't care enough to get that, that far down the road, but I do think it's weird uh, but pretty easily explained by Hollywood, but they thought, well, he's the biggest star here, and he's about to win Best Actor, and no, we're not going to boot him out, because there's a lot of money to be made, I think is what Hollywood it is. has no morality. All they have is conceit, and one of their conceits is, look at our morality. I yeah. have no interest in their hypocritic garbage. By the way, it was the the the, the ratings went up slightly. Hypocritical, sorry, I'm I'm obsessive. Go ahead. The ratings went up slightly, but now it is the second lowest ever watched Oscars, as the year before was the lowest during the pandemic. But uh, 15 million people watched, which is a mildly successful television show on a regular night. Right. Yeah, I read an analysis of what won, and this is this is about culture, folks. This is about our culture. It's not about the Oscars, because I, I could give a crap about the Oscars. But they were talking about how um, the winners had always been, like, uh, successfully artistic, yet popularly enjoyable movies with good performances, a nice score, blah, blah, blah. And that's just gone now. It's Nobody saw Coda. Nobody saw it. Nobody streamed it. I mean, not literally nobody, but very, very few people saw it. Rounding? It love... it, you round that to the closest number, it would be nobody. Yep. You're right. Uh, and it's a lovely movie with a really good spirit, but... The nature of movies, the nature of going to the movies or viewing movies, then the nature of what wins, the whole, it's just, it's so completely different. It's, it's like we're still giving, uh, well, it's just, it's completely anachronistic. There's no point in it anymore. Uh, yes, it is. Uh, Ross Duthot of the New York Times wrote, uh, the, the movies are over, the end of movies. Like the novel was a big, poetry was a really, really big deal a couple centuries ago. I guess the biggest, art form of communication everybody had a favorite poet and a favorite poem and everything like that that went away the novel was a very very big deal for like 150 years um but that's kind of gone away i mean there aren't that many people that read novels anymore and the movies might be going the same direction tv series and stuff like that maybe that'll be the new you know your game of thrones and all that sort of stuff loki whatever you know you throw together 10 episodes of something really really well done everybody talks about it and watches it that might be the new Mm -hmm new storytelling mechanism sure and fair enough yeah it's sure absolutely fine 70 percent of voters want more punitive measures against russia according to a new poll back to the harvard harris poll that's out today 70 percent 76 percent of americans said that we should send more defense systems rockets whatever to ukraine 71 percent said we should send key military aircraft overwhelming support for that sort of thing Mm. 
The aircraft ain't mm. happening, at least. Uh, maybe we'll get into that more. If you miss an hour of the show, you can hit us, uh, get it through the podcast. You just go to armstrongandgetty.com. Armstrong and Getty. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Open a limited time 11 month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union at 5.25%. APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why GameBridge offers the parity flex annuity designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex start saving now at gainbridge.io visit gainbridge.io slash parityflex for current rates full product disclosures and disclaimers and other important information Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.